for Sep Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best. Kent Brown showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sep Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Set Saturday morning outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, May the 7th. It's Mother's Day weekend. Don't forget that. You can't forget mom. Buy her a new boat, maybe a new fish finder, new rod and reel. I'm just saying, you don't want to, uh, don't want to forget mom. I, I'm just reminding all those anglers that are uh, somewhere between here and Big Break Marina for the Wild West Bass Trail Team Tournament going on uh, the last of the of the Northern Team Tournaments going on today. I'm just reminding you guys because I know a couple of you just looked at your partner in the truck and went, oh, man, it's Mother's Day. Yeah, don't forget, it's tomorrow. So, you know, win some money today, buy mom a nice present uh you know for mother's day you don't you don't want to forget man so much going on uh, um across the country across uh locally you know what we've uh, what we've got going on and and uh who had the opportunity man i i hope you guys got a chance to watch a little bit of the coverage um from lake of the ozarks the bass pro tour um this week it was uh it was way cool man does that place have some boat docks on it we thought clear lake had boat docks uh and then i saw an interview where they they said that and now you know lake of the ozarks is huge uh upwards of thirty thousand boat docks on that lake um it was uh it was cool i i gotta say it was uh it was an interesting tournament to watch between the sight fishing uh, watching my buddy Shaw Grigsby. How cool was that to uh, watch Shaw lead uh, the first round, at least, of uh, of his qualifier, um, and, and just watching Shaw sight fish. And uh, and and you know he he wanted to sleep in this morning, but it is it is after eight o'clock in Florida, uh, in Gainesville where he lives. But uh, he wanted to sleep in, but we're not letting him. No man, we're we've got we're going. If you're a sight fisherman. Um, you're going to want to uh, hang out with us because we're going A to Z with the Master Hall of Famer, um, Shaw Grigsby. Shaw's going to join us live this morning, and we're going to talk sight fishing, bed fishing, uh, and we're going to get in depth. So it's going to be kind of fun to uh, uh, kind of be fun to do that anyway. So get a chance to uh, hang out with him. But uh, yeah, when it was all said and done, Jesse Wiggins winning uh, at the uh, at stage four. Um, Dean Rojas right behind him. Rojas catching a few on a frog. That was kind of fun to watch. Uh, Wesley Strader, our old buddy Stephen Browning, once again, having a great tournament. Uh, good job for him. Jacob Wheeler falling off his normal pace, finishing up in fifth. Uh, really stunk to join up, Jacob. Um, geez. KJ, Kelly Jordan in sixth. Andy Morgan, seventh. Mark Rose in eighth. JVD, Jonathan Van Dam, German lawyer in tenth. Uh, was, uh, was kind of cool to, uh, to watch all that, the the sucky part was Cody Meyer finishing in ninth, um, just uh, just about uh, uh, 
Oh, gosh, just about 10 ounces out of making the cut. Uh, but Cody finishing up at night. Speaking of Cody, we're going to hang out with him live this morning as well. He is uh, He's wrapped up uh, Lake of the Ozarks, drove his rig to Nashville, hopped on an airplane, and where is he? Yeah, California Delta. Um, so he's, uh, he's, he's trying to qualify for, uh, for that end of the year championship up at Lake Shasta, uh, this fall for a fully rigged boat. So, uh, he and Jared are right fishing all those tournaments. So we're going to go all the way to big break Marina and hang out, uh, this morning with probably a pretty darn tired Cody Meyer, uh, and, uh, and also the guy leading the points going into this final round, um, our buddy Ryan friend from Oroville. He's, uh, he's leading the. Wild West Bass Trail points race headed into the Delta. I know he doesn't spend a lot of time on the Delta, uh, so we'll get an opportunity to uh, talk to him about that a little bit as well. So um, let's kind of see what uh, uh, what's going on there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a, it was a tough one to watch for sure with uh, with some of our buddies doing well uh, in that event and and uh, uh, kind of following up. You know, uh, Rambanis having a good tournament, Ayler having a, a really good tournament, Skeet making the cut. Uh, MDJ making the cut into the final or into the championship round. Um, so it was, uh, it was fun. Lintner having a good tournament back there as well. Uh, so it was, uh, a few of our Western guys and, you know, the last guy, um, last guy in the darn, uh, in the darn knockout round, um, Justin Lucas still on a roll, having, uh, having a pretty good year. So we've, uh, poor Lucas, he, uh, you know, second, second. And then, then he falls off, but he, but he did pick up another, uh, another big check. So that part, uh, is always good. So that was, uh, a fun one to watch. Hey, last week, uh, we had an opportunity to go up to Clear Lake and hang out and, uh, do the boat rep gig, drive around the lake a little bit, watch a bunch of the anglers fish. Uh, and it really, it came down to the wire, um, at the, uh, Toyota series at Clear Lake. Brian Greer, top in the field, uh, in that one, picking up, uh, $26,000. Greer having, uh, having a great tournament up there. Um, Kyle Grover fell off to third. He was leading going into that final round. Um, just, uh, just dried up, man. Joshua Adams, uh, one of the local guides up there and uh, does spends a lot of time on clear like Josh Adams, uh, in second. Like I said, Grover in third. Dan Andrusatis. God, I've got to get that right, Dan. I'm sorry. Scott McKenzie in fifth. Uh, Ron Lorenzo. Jordan Collum in seventh. Pat Tui, uh, in eighth. David Valdivia in ninth. And Justin Kerr. Uh, the one bass California open champ rounded out the top 10, uh, our buddy Todd Klein, uh, finishing up in 11th. So that was, uh, was a pretty cool one to watch. And, uh, Blaine Christensen picked up the win on the co-angler side. How about this? By an ounce, uh, by an ounce, got a fully rigged boat by an ounce. That one, uh, that one, that one's a, that one's a tough one. Uh, Jose Juarez, um, you know, finishing up in second, just an ounce off the pace and, um, Blaine Christians official with Kyle Grover, a last minute two pounder, like in the last 20 minutes of the day, um, was his fifth fish. So that was, uh, that was a tough one. Those two pounders sometimes, uh, sometimes kind of pay off, but, uh, great job for Blaine Christensen. Tough one for Jose Juarez. Just, you know, you miss a, a fully rigged boat by an ounce. That one stings a little bit for a while. So, uh, but a great tournament, still an opportunity, um, to get, uh, to the, uh, Wild West Bass Trail or I'm sorry, to get to uh, the Major League Fishing Toyota Series, one more event coming up, and uh, that one's going to be at the California Delta. And uh, that's an all-midweek all, uh, uh, tournament, and that's, uh, let's see, I'm looking at the dates on that one. That one's going to be uh, the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of June. 
Um, so that uh, it's going to be a great event down there. Great time of year to be on the Delta uh, in June. So definitely uh, keep an eye on that. You guys can get signed up. Uh, plenty of room in that one at MajorLeagueFishing.com, and you guys can uh, uh, get signed up for that one and the Toyota Series. So um, another deal we got to talk about, man. Major League Fishing uh, doing a great job with the high school event, and uh, they had uh, they had a great tournament uh, go on at uh, at Clear Luck afterward, and they had I think about thirty five boats, forty boats up there. So that part was uh, that part was pretty cool. A tough break <clears throat> for uh, for one of the teams, and uh, they they weighed the winning bag. Um, they went into uh, one of the creeks, or down one of the creeks, let's just say. <clears throat> and uh, after they weighed in, um, the winning angler on stage tells uh, uh, tells the MC that they uh, it was a, a rough morning because they were uh, in their underwear, out pushing their boat into their fishing water. Um, and, uh, I knew as soon as I heard it on the interview, I was watching the way and I knew as soon as I heard it, that that was not going to be good. <clears throat> can't push a boat into your fishing water. Uh, you can't get out of the boat to take weight out of the boat to allow it to float into an area. Uh, and you can't push it forward into a fishing area and, uh, you can push it back, but you can't push it forward. And, uh, yeah, they were promptly disqualified from the event tough loss uh tough lesson actually for uh, uh for the kids tyler bryant uh joey gentle lake county high school fishing club uh guys won the tournament so uh, that was good john loya uh from the grizzly bass masters up here and earl natris great job you guys um uh, but but a good tournament I, I gotta say um you know i watched a few of the high school anglers while i was on the water saturday and i think we're gonna start doing some uh uh, I think we're going to start doing some 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 talks with the high school anglers uh, here pretty quick. Uh, some of them real courteous on the water. Uh, some of them not so courteous on the water. And they're practicing while the pros on the final day of the Toyota Series are fishing for, uh, you know, $50,000, $60,000. And some of these guys are not being so courteous on the water. So high school guys, uh, you, you got to... Uh, uh, you got to step that up a little bit, fellas. Got to step that up a little, little. So uh, just and ladies. So it just, um, you know, your practice day is not more important than a bunch of anglers that are fishing for uh, for big money. So you don't want to do that. And uh, and Cody Meyer calling my cell phone instead of the radio station phone. Good job, Cody. Uh, you can't take him anywhere. So yeah, uh, well, I, I guess we got to give him a little credit. He has been traveling a bunch, but anyway, um, the high school fishing, great event up there. College fishing as well. Um, they had a uh, had a good event, uh, and all that will also take place at the Delta. So, um, anyway, let's jump into a set of breaks because we're going to need a little bit of time with the boys. Uh, we'll hop into our first set of breaks. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. 
Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. France is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world, then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of WesternBass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. WesternBass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk Report. Brought to you exclusively by Canoc Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canoc Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk hey guys it is time for doc talk had some great events uh throughout uh april at uh at clear lake in march there's been a lot of really good tournaments still some great tournaments yet to come this year uh and you know some of the local stuff everybody enjoys the uh, the Wednesday night events and all the fun stuff that, uh, that everybody looks forward to at Clear Lake. We'll say we're starting off about a foot less, uh, with water level up there than we were this time last year. So the lake extremely low, not a lot of rain up there. Uh, and, uh, and launch is sketchy. You know, I mean, I know we have some championships up there in the fall, uh, that hopefully we're going to be able to get off, but here's the deal. Uh, I want to remind you guys that, uh, we have some really great local, tackle stores up there around clear lake and as the water recedes as springtime fishing recedes uh and even some of them will lose lawn tramps uh obviously jimmy um 
down at Clear Lake Bait and Tackle on the south end of the lake uh, for sure. Um, with the Redbud Ramp, it's one of the first ones to lose water up there. we got to support those guys. We have to support those stores. You roll into town, pay them a visit. Um, you know, you go into any one of those stores up there, you're going to find some cool stuff for Clear Lake uh, especially, but uh, also just stock up on some stuff. But, you know, all the, all the cool swim baits, all the jerk baits, all the cool lipless baits, everything you're looking for. Uh, but we got to support them. So, you know, Clear Lake Bait and Tackle down on the south end. Uh, Jimmy and the crew do a great job. Clear Lake Outdoors up on the north end. They do everything you need uh, up there as well. Limit out bait and tackle over in the Oaks. Um, just support those local stores up there at Clear Lake. If you're headed to Clear Lake for a, for a trip, get your and, – and supporting them is not just getting your quagga muscle stickers, guys, because they don't make any money on that. Uh, but stop into those stores. Spend a little money with them or hop on their websites and uh, – and, uh, and and order some tackle uh, if you're uh, so inclined. But uh, definitely take care of uh, of the little guys up there around Clear Lake, our smaller stores. Uh, we definitely have to support them. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. A big field down at uh, the Delta Big Break Marina today uh, for the final um, northern team tournament of the year. Everybody trying to get qualified uh, for Lake Oroville leading, or Lake Shasta, I'm sorry, from Lake Oroville leading the points going in. Uh, our buddy Ryan friend, Clint Isbell, leading the points going in 867 points. I got a pretty good lead, and uh, we're going to do that. We're going to go... Uh, we're going to go straight to Ryan Friend this morning, probably sitting in line at Big Break Marina trying to get launched. What's going on, buddy? Hey, buddy. Yeah, we're sitting in line here. Uh, actually, we kind of found a nice little spot outside of the line. We're watching guys put on all their buck and bass gear and get ready for the windy day on the Delta. <laughs> it's going to be a windy day on the Delta. And never <laughs> never fun when you're going out of Big Break Marina. And a reminder to you guys that aren't real familiar to the Delta, you don't got to run the San Joaquin. You can run around under the Jersey Island Bridge. Yeah, it's a long five-mile-an-hour zone, uh, but it'll dump you out right there at the bottom end of Frank's track, right over there by Russo's where you're used to going. So uh, you don't have to run the San Joaquin River. And uh, all those other guys, when that wind starts blowing out of the north, they always want to sneak over to that far levee over there and uh, don't do that over in front of Edo's Marina uh, unless you want to spend a little bit of time in your underwear pushing that thing off a sandbar so just thought i'd throw that little tip out buddy that's a good tip yeah now this place is uh especially if you don't get down here much it can be a little intimidating on where to go on what tide but well you're no, le- we're gonna go have fun today 
you're leading the points. I know you guys are uh, seriously just thinking about that boat up for grabs a little later in the year at uh, at Lake Shasta for the championship. And I'm <laughs> I, I'm just I, I've got another pretty good spotted bass guy on hold. I'm going to him next, uh, the Cody Meyer kid. Uh, but I'm just you know, dude, I'm just kind of wondering doesn't doesn't that little fly you like to drag around on a bobber? Doesn't that just get a big gob of green weeds when you fish it down in the delta? Uh, we got we kind of got it dialed in for the Delta here, so we, we got some secrets. We'll uh, we'll show you later. All right, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm all about it. You guys, uh, you guys are really just kind of uh, you know you're in. You know you're going to make the Shasta tournament, so you can really just go to the Delta and have fun. Yeah, we've had a good, a really good season. It's just been one of those years we've really been able to adjust at each lake and and make the right decisions. And so, you know, we find ourselves leading the points race here, going in the Delta, which I wouldn't, that doesn't make me very comfortable, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's the Delta and anything can happen. And, you know, you're five, you're five casts away from a big bag. So we're going to go have fun today, first and foremost. And if we catch them, we catch them. Oh, that's awesome. Great attitude. That usually helps, doesn't it? It does. It does help. If, you, if you're not having fun doing this, you just got to go find something else to do. Exactly. Let's talk about your local lake a little bit, your home lake. I keep telling guys, if you want to, Take somebody who doesn't fish a lot. You want to put the kids in the boat somewhere. You want to go catch a bunch of fish. You probably ought to go to Lake Oroville. The place is uh, fishing really good right now. Yeah, with all this low water we're having across the state, you know, Lake Oroville really has. It's, it's got the water slowly crawling up. There's a lot of grass and stuff on the bank, and, and the fishing is just phenomenal this year. And It's been all winter, all spring, and, and now, you know, it's going to fish good all summer, I believe. And so, yeah, definitely uh, Oroville is on a upward swing, and, yeah, if you, if you want to go somewhere and just catch a bunch of fish and some quality fish at that, then Orville's the place to be. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, buddy, we're going to let you get the boat in the water. Uh, we're going to hop over to Cody, but uh, wish you the best of luck. Leading the points going into the final round and uh, the final tournament today of the Northern Region Wild West Bastro. Wish you all the luck in the world, buddy, and uh, uh, keep that fly out of the slop, okay? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Thank you, Kit. All right, man. We give Ryan a hard time. He's one of the best uh, float and fly guys uh, out there and uh, and being followed by a couple of pretty good float and fly guys. I don't think they're doing that at the Delta. Let's jump in the truck with our old buddy, Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, ninth place finisher. He likes to be reminded of that. Our old buddy, Cody Meyer. What's going on, big kid? Oh, not much. Hey, I wanted to be that cool guy in the truck here and turn on the radio and listen to myself and hear the echo, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's not the echo that's so bad. It's the delay. It's <laughs> and, the delay. Okay. With your travel schedule, the last thing you need is a 10-second delay right now because it's totally going to mess you up, you know. I am delayed 10 seconds, Kent. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, you are. Dude, just a couple of days ago, we were watching you on TV at Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, you fishing the Bass Pro Tour and, uh, a tough one, man. Finishing up in ninth. And, uh, and now you've, uh, taken the rig to Nashville, got it on an airplane and getting ready to go to the Delta. You're kind of being an Iron Man this week. Man, I am. I feel like Ish Monroe and I just saw Ish, so he's the man. But did he, no, sign, I, uh, did he sign your hat or anything? No, he's too big for that. You know, he didn't want to waste any ink on me. But yeah, uh, no, it was it was great. We're, like you say, we we're at Lake of the Ozarks. It was uh, just an awesome event, sight fishing, and you know, one of those tournaments. Uh, you know, the, it wasn't one sight fishing ultimately, but going into it for sure, I thought this is going to be one of those. It's just strictly sight fishing. It's the only way you can really catch them, and then 
you know, things changed a little bit, but great time. And now we're here on the Delta. And honestly, you and I talked about this. I don't know if I've been here in the last, for sure, five years, but I'm thinking this is like six or seven years ago I came here. Right. That was the last time I've seen this place. So, with, with Shaw Grigsby in my boat, I believe, was the last time you might have been there. Exactly. And we talked about college football all day and mm-hmm. uh, caught a few bass. But, uh, well, he's on hold because as soon as we're done messing around with you, we're going to get in-depth talking sight fishing with Shaw Grigsby today. Well, that's the guy to do it for sure. That was that was really cool. You could kind of tell, too. I mean, obviously, Shaw is in the Hall of Fame. and uh, Multiple Hall yeah. of Fames, just so you know. Multiple Hall of Fames. I know. Multiple. Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell him all the time he's the man, yes, and because he, uh, he is. But you know when Shaw he that he was Group A, I was Group B, and so you you look at Score Tracker. Of course, you can't watch, but right off the bat, you could tell you know he was catching them, and and you just knew it was going to be a really good week for sight fishing for sure. And conditions changed, of course, and it you know moved things around. But uh, yeah, great guy, and I'm. Uh, Man, I'm excited to uh, to saw my team partner, Jay Wright, running to the bathroom. Go figure. <laughs> go figure. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, go figure. I'm looking forward to getting back on the Delta, though, Ken. It should be uh, should be good, but pretty windy this morning, so who knows? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, gonna be interesting. Guys, definitely need to be careful down there. Uh, it's uh, it's gonna be one of those deals. Well, buddy, you uh, you're definitely being the Iron Man here uh, uh, this week. Well, you and Ish, I guess for sure, because he was at Lake of the Ozarks as well. So. Uh, you guys are uh, are definitely uh, doing it all. I know the, your biggest concern is making sure you qualify to go try to win that boat at Lake Shasta this fall because you're a whole lot more interested in headed to Shasta and spotted bass fishing in uh, in October when that boat's going to be given away. Definitely. You know, that's the reason we're doing the uh, the whole circuit here. It's been fun. You know, I haven't fished a team circuit with JR and Oh, the whole thing in probably 10 years or so. So it feels good to be back and just see everyone, all my old buddies, you know, at all yeah. these places. And, get and to, get uh, to fishing home a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. We're definitely fishing for that TOC to try to do that and, and uh, have a chance of that and spend some time up there. Like I say, I've, you know, went to Oroville this year and Clear Lake and the Delta and just showed up for, for each one of them. So it'll be nice to get back and actually – Go practice a day or two on Shasta and <laughs> and uh, have a better better and, shot. And I'm sure your sponsor, I'm sure your sponsors love having you uh, at home once in a while, uh, seeing everybody close by as well. So that parts that parts good, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna let you go put the boat in the water because we're kind of anxious to talk sight fishing with uh, with Shaw Grigsby. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, now, hey, now I get to turn on the radio and listen to Shaw. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it cody meyer guys at the california delta uh you see cody down there if you're at the tournament today uh make sure you stop and say hi to him good luck buddy we'll uh we'll talk soon all right thank you all right stick around guys get your sunglasses on pull your hoodies up we're gonna talk sight fishing bass fishing hall of fame member our buddy shaw grigsby's next stick around ultimate bass with kent brown we'll be right back Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. 
Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends. One at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned Deep V aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Riata series of fish and ski fiberglass boats. Or the all-new Riata pontoon line, Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Online at gfmarine.com. Or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com. Are you looking for something different than what every other angler is using on your favorite lake? Are you into 100% all-American handmade wooden swim baits, crankbaits, lipless baits, wake and walk the dog baits? Do you like using big baits and catching big fish? If so, then check out the Ketchup Carol Bait Company's line of custom handmade baits at ketchupcarolbaits.com or at Tackle Warehouse. Wondering if these baits really work? Check out Rich's YouTube videos and watch what his baits do on Spring Lake in Santa Rosa, where all his testing is done. Hey, it's still busy with Randy Pringle and the crew. The best bass tournaments. He's got a lot of great events coming up. May the 21st, the northern region is going to hit Lake Berryessa. You'll be looking at him, so you want to pay attention to Shaw in this next segment. Uh, the Delta Wine region still coming up June the 4th. Uh, and uh, and the Contra Costa region of the Delta uh, Central region is going to be there uh, June the 19th. So a lot of tournaments still yet to fish. Make sure you're signed up. Make sure you're fishing the Best Bass Tournaments. Get all the info at bestbasstournaments.com. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. It's always cool when I get to hook up uh, with this guy and we get to hang out. You know, I've got to do multiple TV shows with him. A few years back, we got to film a one more cast show uh, all the way up on Potholes Reservoir. And they told me I had to get back up on the back deck and fish because all I wanted to do was watch him uh, sight fish. And we got to do that this week as he led the first round of the... Uh, of the Bass Pro Tour at Lake of the Ozarks, and uh, always fun to hook up. We always say Bass Fishing Hall of Fame member, but he's also a member of the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. Well, buddy, Shaw Grigsby. We always leave one of those Hall of Fames out. <laughs> well, it's it's just an honor to be included in any of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly right. Buddy, it was so fun to see you back on top of the uh, – uh, on top of the leaderboard this week, if even if it was only for a day, uh, but making it into the championship round and and getting to watch you sight fish uh, as much as we did this week is is always a treat. Yeah, it, it was really fun, Kent, and the, the you know the fish were were up and and on the day one they were ridiculously easy, and so that was that was fun. It was just hard finding big ones, and you know I I was just so disappointed to not win the you know the two-day deal and get the automatic berth into the finals but um you know they were dwindling and i, I lost one that was a uh, 3-1 and the reason i know it was 3-1 is because i went back and caught him the next day <laughs> so he, was, he was a three-pounder and i lost another three-pounder and i think you know really really close right there would have uh would have been able to uh you know, to make it in on the automatic qualifying. But yeah. um, anyway, it was a fun, fun week and being able to see them and, and 
cast to them and catch them was, you know, it's just, it's so cool to know that, Hey, you know, I'm not just setting the hook and catching a fish. I'm, I'm catching one that's scorable. That's going to count. That's big, you know, or something like that. It's, it's awesome. Well, you are really one of the guys that pioneered the whole sight fishing deal. And it's got to be different now, the fact that there, everybody does it. And, you know, when you were kind of making a name for yourself early on in your career, not everybody was sight fishing, were they? Correct, correct. I would be one of the few. You know, Guido really is the the guy that, you know, taught me so much, Guido Hibden. Yeah. And um, so Guido is, was really instrumental. I was doing it, and, and I carried him to some of my best sight fishing stuff, and that we got paired together on the St. John's and I'm like, and, and, you know, I'd be working one and he'd say, are you done with that one? <laughs> he'd go over there and catch it. So, you know, I, I was learning and he, and he was really skilled at it and it was pretty funny, but, um, what are you doing? So, putting ring gear on or what? Right now? Yeah. No, I'm just, is it a bad audio it's a little, thing? It's a little scratchy, but oh, that you're putting okay, ring gear on. Just a second. That's better. No, let me. Let me do something. I was moving. I, I don't have oh, to move. Is that better? That, that might be better. Yeah, stand on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one other option that I can do. No, no, you're good because... if you don't move around a lot. It sounded like you were putting rain gear okay. on. You know, you know, it sounded like why it actually sounded like watching uh, about half the coverage this week of the rain gear hitting the hood. <laughs> Man, it never quit. I mean, you know, it would quit for minutes, and then it'd come back, and you had the rain suit on. I mean, I I am so thankful I'm with Sims, you know, keeping me dry and warm. And Heck, I even had to wear my daggum long johns one day. And, you know, when you're putting long johns on, that means that, um, you know, that means it's not real conducive to sight fishing. That means it's 70 degrees, and the guy from Florida complains that it's cold. 40s, 40s. I'm a little tougher, a little tougher. You did see the face plant, right? Well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but, you know, I mean, because, I, dude, I kind of have a YouTube video that you've been more than kind to show to a few folks across the country as well. So now I have one of you. Yeah, I, I, I survived it pretty good, but, it, I mean, it was pretty funny. I, I uh, you know, now that we have uh, GoPros in the boat all the time, then, you know, I, I knew it was on there, and I said, well, I'll go ahead and share that. Now, now and, you know uh, better but, than to put one leg over the gunnel of the boat and push off of anything. You know, but, but yeah, my goodness, everything had been that way. I've done it on hundreds of jet skis. Little did I know that little bar collapses, and, <laughs> and uh, there it went. I, I went just like the bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, man, let's let's talk sight fishing. Let's, let's get in-depth here. Um and it's so many questions, but let's talk about baits because I saw you with a variety of baits tied on. Obviously, uh, you made a statement fishing a rage bug on one that you had to agitate it with the rage bug and it wasn't your favorite way to do it. Uh, but let's, you know, give me, give me a, a few of your top baits that you're going to have tied on to sight fish with. Yeah. The, you know, what I out there, especially at the Lake of the Ozarks, it was the four inch Ocho. And I just rigged it wacky style, and and I, I I'm I'm really disappointed in myself that I'm old, so I don't remember the guy's name. But I fished with this guy there at at Clear Lake. He was my non-boater in a BASF, and he won the whole event. He's a stud, and he's you know 
I mean, he truly was one of the better anglers I've ever fished with, uh, you know, been in a boat with. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, he showed me this little deal. Now, remember, it was kind of springtime there at Clear Lake. Yeah. And he's got this, he's fishing behind me, and he's got this drop shot rig that's about four inches. And I questioned him about it, and, and since that time, I've used that rig uh, during the springtime, you know, with a shorter leader. Right, right. And it, what it does, of course, you know, it makes total sense that it can lift it off the bottom not very far, but then it comes back to the bottom, so it's looking a lot like it's, you know, eating eggs or disturbing the nest, right, right. so to speak. So anyway, so I started with that, and you just pitch it on the beds with a ocho, and I just took the little four inch ocho and wacky hooked it, just hooked it in the middle, and you know started catching them pretty good. And but when you'd run across one, you know day one, you didn't run across too many that were you know tough. Some of them were towards the afternoon. It's like it seemed like when the sun came out, they got really tough, and then you'd pick up the uh, the rage bug and. What happens with the rage bug is it's this kind of this bulky bait, Texas rig, weedless, and, um, you know, you can pitch it on them. And if you have to, you know, you can move them around, move the fish around until he gets really mad. So you can get, you know, just aggravate them. And, and that, like I said, that's not my favorite way of doing anything. I like just going in there, making the right pitch them, you know, before they ever see you, you get it on them and, and jiggle and shake and they eat it and swim off and you got them. And that, that's my favorite deal. Uh, but if you have to have to pester them, you can. And sometimes what happens is they just leave. Okay, I've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, they'll turn around and just knock the fire out of it because they get <laughs> mad at you. So <clears throat> both both things work, and uh, you know, sight fishing is is a gamble. You can you can sure do good, like I did day one there, and 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 you know, I finished fifth after two days. So yeah, um, that was that was not a bad uh, bad finish, and then went to the knockout round, and it was just getting tougher and tougher as we went along, but. Um, Anyway, yeah. So that's how, kind how of, long kind of do the you deal, how long do you spend on a fish? What's what's? I mean, is there is, is there a timer? No, no, I don't have a timer. So uh, one of them I knew I spent too long. I hooked him. He jumped that three pounder. He jumped and and uh, came off. And I turned around and caught another one that was next to him. You know, that was you know next dock over. Turned around and came back to him. And he was on there solid, and he would look, but he wouldn't eat. And I spent like 15 minutes, maybe 20, and I said, this is stupid because it's going to take a while. I'll catch him, but it might take an hour. It might take an hour and 10. It might take, you know, whatever. And so I left him and anyway, ended up catching him the next day. But but the point was is that uh, you can get caught up in it. Sight fishing gets personal with you and that fish, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and so at times – you, you you'll spend way too much time on a particular fish. And, you know, when I was fishing a five fish limit, I would pick out the big ones. And then I would know that I only need five, you know? And, and so then I would catch, you know, catch this one, a three pounder and another three pounder. And I'd, I have them all marked on my Lowrance so I could run to it and go, okay, right here's a five pounder. And I pull in and, and working. And in those situations, especially when you've got a nice limit, you got one, you have one that may be seven or eight or nine or 10 or whatever, you know, you, you spend whatever time it takes because that's the fish that can win it for you. So 
that, you know, there is no set time that you leave on one in major league. It's shorter because you have to catch them. Right. I mean, I, I've never, never seen a group of anglers that is just so good and efficient at catching them. And I mean, you watch Wheeler work. It's like, you know, wow. And, right. And, uh, and, and Wiggins in this one was just stunning. Just kept catching them. Yeah, and this one, fortunately, fortunately worked out that it was tough. And, you know, there were a lot of those 115s and stuff and 112s, and, and we have to catch two pounders. And so when you have that situation where it's tough, you know, the bite's slow, you can spend more time sight fishing. So it worked out in this event. Most of the time in a sight fishing event, it, it doesn't turn out to be a sight fishing event for major league fishing because, you know, you can catch them going down the bank throwing a, a thunder cricket you can catch him going down the bank throwing a rage swimmer you know you can right. just you know go and have fun and catch him and and do okay and and so you don't you don't have to sit and and sight fish so uh you know if you come by a big one you go oh yeah i'll stop and spend five minutes on him and if he bites good and if he doesn't i got to keep going and yeah. and so that's kind of your major league fishing style is that it's it's because uh, every fish counts there's not a limit you you got to catch them Let's talk about glasses real quick, Shaw. Tell me, uh, tell me about the glasses you're wearing. You're moving around again. Tell me, uh, tell me about the glasses. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna try something. I'm here. gonna it's get in good. trouble with Shaw Grigsby. Watch this. He's gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna get in trouble. It's a good thing you're my buddy. You're not. How's that? That's much better. Uh, that's much okay, better. See, 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 I'm an old guy, so I have hearing aids. I didn't say and- anything about you being old. I left that part out. No, I'm real old anyway. So uh, I, I I had them Bluetooth in my hearing aids, which I is what's my favorite because I can hear it. But anyway, I can still hear you. Okay, all right, we'll anyway, talk loud. So, uh, talk loud, folks. It's Shaw. <laughs> like hanging out with your mother-in-law. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so what was what was my question? Glasses. Now Let's talk about glasses. Let's glasses. talk about what you're wearing. I, I am wearing, and I actually, my buddy found another pair of them, of the S11 uh, cloud lenses, the yes. striking cloud lenses, which to me is the best sight fishing lens ever. I mean, it's just so good. And it's a polycarbonate lens, so, you know, you've got to uh, not use any harsh cleaners or anything like that. You just, you know, use mild soap on them and and a little bit of water and, and dry them with a nice uh, chamois or something, you know, right. a nice uh, microfiber. But right. other than that, they are stunning. I mean, stunning. So what happens with that that yellowish amber lens is that it picks up details. So it allows more light, picks up details. So you can see pebbles and things. You can see movement. You know, a lot of the fish were deep, so I'm looking at them you know, in, in stained and dirty water, and I'm looking at them down there four or five feet, and you'd see a glow, and then all of a sudden you'd see a dark spot or a dark shadow go through it. And and that's what you're looking for is, is just any kind of movement to say that, hey, there's a fish down there. Right, right. Do you uh, do you, do you prefer spin and tackle? I mean, I watch you bed fish a lot with spin and tackle, but every once in a while you'll pick up a baitcasting rod. Do you? Is there is it is it line weight you're really dealing with or or just uh, being able to control the bait? It's fish. Yeah. So so you know, with some fish you can you you come up to them and you can throw heavy line and they just like huh you know I'm not even considering it. And others, you know, you you throw that on those you throw the light line you know and then 
So normally I'm starting with that maybe a you know eight or ten or something depending on if it's just a two or three pounder you know I'm probably using eight or ten and just go ahead and hook him and catch him, bite him and, and play him, which is what I did day one uh, until it got really tough. And then when I get those ones that that don't bite, you know that you have to start pestering. Then I'm using a little heavier line. It allows that that bait to be um, easy, easier to see. I'm using that white rage bug, um, you know, something that's bright. You can you can take that um, rage bug and dip it chartreuse and have bright, you know, this pearl chartreuse. Anything you want to do to where you can see the bait. Right. It's not about not about the fish at this point. It's about you seeing the bait. And a lot of guys use a jig, um, you know, a white jig, right. and that Andy skipping jig, Andy Montgomery skipping jig, any of that stuff will work fine, you know, the hack attack jig. Any of it in white works good so that you can see it. And, uh, and and then you're just trying to move the fish, get him mad at you. He'll spin around. He'll hold in there and spin around, and all of a sudden he gets mad, bites it. But, you know, I, I can tell you, so I uh, – I went by a bass, and this I'll just tell you the story of my big fish on Toho, you know, years ago. It's a 13, six, 13, points, or 13 pounds, 6 ounces. Okay. I, I pull up on this fish. I see it, and, I, and, I, and when I go by it, I see it, and I go, ooh, that's about a 7-pounder. So I leave it. I, I loop all the way around. I put my power poles down, and now I'm going to make the cast. Well, I'm thinking I got a 7-pounder there, so I pulled 20-pound test. And back then, we didn't have the rage bug. We had the, the rodent, and I threw a rodent, the Okeechobee crawl rodent out there, and I'm blind fishing him. So I'm not sight fishing him. I wasn't close enough to see him. I just knew there's where the hole was, right? Right. And, and I got the bite, and I caught the male, and and I had, you know, 20-pound test. And I threw back in there, and, you know, it took me five total casts, uh, total from the time I got there to the time I caught the male and the female. It was five casts. And I caught the female, and, and it was 13, like I said, 13.6. And, you know, I wouldn't have considered throwing 8 or 10 or 12 or anything like that on it. I would throw 20 or 50-pound braid or 65-pound braid. You know, right. that's what I would have chosen to throw because I knew it was a big fish in there. And and then you're just hoping that she's not going to be line shy. She would guard and she'd do all that. So it's very situational, you know, open water like we were in, uh, clear water like we were in, and smaller fish. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing the light stuff. It seems like they fool, fool for it quicker and easier. And I like, I like, you know, fishing them traditional rather than, than you know, having to disrupt them and, right. and, and aggravate them. Well, a lot of times once you know a fish is there, you don't like to watch them. You don't, I, I know that from fishing with you. Uh, and being in the boat with you, 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 you'll stay back away from them and make long casts. And you're, a lot of times you're not necessarily looking at them. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good thing at times. You know, I, I, uh, I had one that I had to unhook there at the Delta that just really. I lost you a little bit there, Shaw. We're, we're losing you just Can a you little. Hear me? Yeah. Now you're better. Okay. Anyway, I had one at the Delta. I was throwing a swim bait on it and I could see it. I mean, it's, it was, you know, uh, 10, 10 plus or right around 10, yeah. 10 and a quarter, 10 and a half. Anyway, and I'm throwing, it's eating my swim bait every cast, every cast, just knocking the fire, spitting it out, knocking the fire, spitting it out. And you know how it is in that, that where you have a wall of hydrilla or, you know, the, the grass, and yeah. then you'd have the, the rock going up the, the shallows. 
and and that's where it was bedding is right at the base, and I'm in the hydrilla kind of, so I would lose sight of it, you know, when it would get up against the wall. And anyway, it kept biting it, biting it, biting it, spitting it, and I finally threw it out there and bit it, and then it took off with it and didn't spin it. So I set the hook. I ended up hooking it right on the outside of the mouth. And, I mean, it was probably less than an eighth of an inch from the corner of the mouth going from the outside in. And when I landed it, I looked at it, and my partner goes, what? And I unhooked it and dropped it back in, and he's like, what'd you do that for? And I said, it was hooked outside. And so what I've learned is that being staying really back in our tournaments is not necessarily a good thing because you can't see everything. So a number of those fish I caught there, you know, in in Lake of the Ozarks, I would watch them eat the bait. So I wanted to be close enough where I could see them. I'd watch them eat the bait, and I'd see them swim with it, and I'd go, no, 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 and he'd blow it out. I'd pitch it back in there again, he'd swim with it. And the whole time, he doesn't have the hook in his mouth. Or if he did, you know, like I had the ocho on each side of his mouth, so I kind of felt the hook was probably in his mouth, but I wasn't positive. I wasn't positive that I would hook him in any good spot, you know. And I'd wait till that bait disappeared, you know, totally went in his mouth, and I'd set the hook. And so it's, it's, it was so nerve-wracking. You're watching, okay, he's got he's got it. There he goes. He goes oh, and he spits it out. You pitch it back in there. He goes, he's got it. He's got it. Got it. And all of a sudden, he'd go, Doop, and he'd suck it in, and you whack him, you know. And it's like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, so. You know that's the that's the kind of deal that why I don't stay back too far in tournaments. You know, if I'm going for the biggest fish, you know, you're on the on the delta, and this may be your biggest bass, your live or whatever. Yes, stay back. It's the best way to catch them. If they don't know you're there, you stay back, stay at distance, long line them out there, throw it out there, and just work it really slow. And um, and yeah, that's that's the best way. Well, there's a lot of anglers that will, you know, subscribe to the theory of wearing a, a blue shirt because they blend in with the sky or they, you know, they, they want to wear, you know, camouflage. They want to do all this other stuff. Is that a wives tale? I mean, Skeet drives a yellow boat. I don't think it matters if he's wearing camouflage. Yeah. You know, um, I, I do subscribe to it a little bit. If you're in, in real clear water and the fish are shallow and, um, they're used to looking out for things like ospreys, eagles, movement. So movement is the is the most important, that you're not flailing around, raising your arms. You know, all my casts, uh, in, unless I'm back a bit, most of my casts are sidearm, skip cast, or, or small pitches. You know, I do that, that loop pitch. Right. Um, in fact, you can see me do one of them on that face plant video. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Zoom in. I just loop the line and pitch it so your rod's not moving much. I don't want that. I don't want a lot of movement going on. But I did have a, a buddy go fishing with me one time. We're bed fishing and uh, sight fishing, and he he wore this. Um, I don't know what color it is. It's just bright. It's kind of a, a soft pale pink, you know, and um, like a peach color or whatever. And man, when he would raise his arms, they would scatter like a cubby of quail. So they do see that. And there is a point where that can help you. And it's kind of like, you know, it's not taking it. It's not what I would call overkill by any means. Um, everything you do can help you catch a fish. So right. yes, you can do that. You can wear, you know, lighter colors and all that. You know, I still wear my term jersey. 
And, and yes, I like a black hull on my boat, which even though Skeet's got a yellow side, it's pretty much a black hull. Right. And, and, you know, that's what they, they, they see. Plus, and, and I did a lot. We had a, and this is kind of a cool, cool story. This is really a, a secret for bed fishing. Okay. So this is like one of the big ones coming right here. We, we had a rain delay in the knockout round. Right. And so lightning's coming, all that. They did a rain delay. Now I'm fishing a fish that is under a plastic pontoon, right? A, one of those floats that make up a dock. Right. And I have to throw it around the other side of the of the dock. It's a corner corner post, so it's just like having a having your hand sticking out flat. And I'm throwing it on all the way around the other side, sinking the line. You're taking my cigar, dipping my my rod down underneath the water and moving it slowly. So I'm pulling the line underneath the dock and then I start fishing it back. Well, I fished him about, I don't know, 15 minutes and he won't even consider anything. And we had a rain delay. So I backed into that slip. That slip was open <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, you know, six feet from this fish and I do a live broadcast <laughs> That's my deal. And I turned the phone. I said, there's a fish right there. And I got right. my finger pointing to it. Anyway, well, we come out of that break, and I've been standing there. I mean, I intentionally went up and stood on that front deck with that fish, right? To let him and, be used um, to you. Exactly. And I it, first cast. Coming out of break, I grabbed my, my Ocho, my little wacky Ocho. I pitch it out there. I put it on the corner. Now, I didn't have to go under it. I just put it on the corner and started down the edge, dude. He swam up there and just choked it. Uh, but he was used to me being there. And and I've caught uh, eight, nine pounders doing that where they would, you know, they wouldn't even consider you, but you sit there a while and they get used to it. And then you're part of the environment and bam, they're going to eat. And, <laughs> and so that's, that's, a, uh, that's a, a tip there for you guys that, you know, and you ask how much time, it's how much is that fish worth to you? That's how much time it is exactly. you know, that you spend on one. Well, buddy, it's it's always fun when we get to we get to hook up, and, and especially when we get to talk sight fishing with you because you're the best at it, uh, and it's always cool. And, and uh, it was great to watch you this week and uh, and wish you the best of luck the rest of the year. And and, uh, and as long as you can look at it, man, I know you're always going to be near the top, but uh, always fun when we get to talk sight fishing with you and, and, uh, and hang out, buddy. Thank you, my friend. I uh, look forward to seeing you whenever, whenever uh, we get together. Probably ICAST, right? Or, yeah, man. Happy Mother's Day to all the uh, mothers in the Grigsby house, including yeah. yours. Okay, so I got a lot of them over the, here. Yes, you do. <laughs> Shaw will be at the trigger tomorrow if you need him, buddy. I'll talk soon. <laughs> all right. You take care, man. See you, buddy. Man, so cool. Bass Fishing Hall of Famer, Shaw Grigsby. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. 
Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, you want to learn all about these techniques? Hear about sight fishing from guys like Shaw? Well, you better be subscribing to Bass Angler Magazine. Yeah, for about 20 bucks a year. If you use the code RADIO in all caps, you can subscribe and get four issues of Bass Angler Magazine sent right to your mailbox. Or you can do the digital version as well. Mark Lassane and the crew do a great job keeping up with the pros here in California and across the country. Make sure you subscribe by going to BassAnglerMag.com and use that code RADIO in all caps. What's up, Big Daddy? Todd Woods, FLW Costa Pro, checking in. If you're looking for a review of your insurance from bass boat to business, look no further than Ben Green Insurance Agency. Ben is a friend of mine and takes quality care of all my insurance needs. Give him a call. The number is 626-290-0888. Or check him out on the web at www.bengreenins.com. That's Ben Green Insurance, 626-290-0888. Ben Green Insurance. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And uh, it's, a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. Oh, man, that was that was pretty cool to get to hang out with Sean and talk sight fishing. Cody Meyer, the crew, a lot going on, guys. Don't forget Mom tomorrow. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, you can watch the daily weigh-in, I believe, uh, while West Bass Trail down at the California Delta. Stick around. Sepp's got the Rodfather in here with him. Alan Fong joins us live in studio, so you don't want to turn it off now or catch the archive a little bit later. We'll see you guys on the water.
From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of SEPS Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more SEPS Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman.